Hello, beautiful people. It has been so long, once again, <laughs> since I've been back on my own podcast. But welcome back to Sunday Vibes with Queen M. But before we get into it, you already know, we are going to take a moment to be present. So just take a deep breath in. Hold it. And out. Relax your shoulders, relax your jaw, and just relax your body as we ease into today's topic, which is comparison is the thief of joy. And I'm going to get into the nitty gritties today. I'm going to make some people angry, but I'm going to be telling you some facts. So welcome back. This is Sunday Vibes with Queen M. So, for those of you who don't know, I am back in the motherland, I'm back in my home Zimbabwe, and I've just been taking some time to adjust, and it has not been easy, but I do feel like I am getting to that place of stability, back to that place of consistency and focusing, and I really am grateful to be here, I'm grateful for the blessings that are around me and I'm grateful for everything that is in my path that is leading me to where I need to be. But let's get right into today's topic. So today we're going to be talking about comparison. Listen, comparison is such a thief of joy, especially in the young generation. But as I grow older, I'm even observing that in the older generation, it is even, you know, like a like a virus just infecting anyone and just going and doing as it pleases with people. And I think more often than not, we choose to focus on one side of comparison, like you're looking at someone who has something you don't have and it makes you feel bad. But also comparison can be constantly looking up to certain people, thinking if you do things a certain way, if you move in a certain manner, You will achieve what they have achieved or rather you will be put on the same path as they have been put on. And let me tell you this, that is cap, that is lies, that is not true. And up until you realize that each person has their own gifts, has their own path and as unlucky or unfair as it may seem, you really have to focus on what you have and do your best with what you have until you get what you need. And half the time, what you think you need and want might not be what is on your path. And that can lead to depression and so many other mental ailments that will stunt your growth in the path that you're on. So let's get right into it. I'm always saying don't do it because someone else is doing it. There is a six-year-old on YouTube making way more than some presidents of certain countries are making whilst unpacking uh, toy boxes or singing or playing an instrument. And do you think that took consistency, hard work and focus for them to get there? No, 
they just got on YouTube and decided to start doing something and saw it gaining traffic and they just stayed consistent, probably with the support of the people around them, which is probably parents, ETC, ETC. But that chat is so important because there are some people who are born into privilege. There's a 16-year-old with a trust fund waiting to be to be broken, with a trust fund waiting to be tapped into, so much so that no matter how hard they start, they study in school or not study in school or maybe not even get the best grades, they may not even be the most pleasant person. They could be rude, spoiled, and just doing as they please, and they will still be guaranteed a life of ease and comfort because they were born into wealth and the people around them have made sure that they don't have to sweat for a moment in their lives. And I understand anything can happen at any point in time and we always have to be ready. And we have so many stories of people who have been born into wealth and died in poverty. But I'm just trying to highlight that some people are just born in some ways lucky. Maybe the people before them worked very hard. Maybe the people before them did not work very hard. Maybe they were just really good at manipulating people, taking advantage of people, and getting whatever they wanted in the world. And in as much as you want to believe in karma, those who take what they want will keep taking what they want whilst you're there praying that karma will come, karma will do this and that. And there is... Another 16-year-old somewhere, not born into not born into any wealth or riches, but with a focused mind who is who is of the belief that if they work as hard as they can, they can get what they want. And they might actually take this path, work so hard, and slowly but surely start to get their big break. But both these people are 16. Yet both these people are walking different paths. So much so that if this person who is born into poverty looks at the person born into riches, they might think that life is seemingly unfair. Life is really not doing it for them. But that's the thing about life. Your path is your path. You may try to argue with God. You may try to argue with the universe. You may try to argue with people. But everyone is born into a different path. And the sooner you accept the path you're on, the sooner you can then utilize the tools and the skills you have. We have businessmen who have worked so hard, slaved away, and they stay in the same place. They stay on breaking even. They don't see any progress. They barely manage to keep food on the table. And then there's businessmen who are exploitive, manipulative, just taking as they go, taking advantage of their employees, not being good people in any way, and yet they're still succeeding. So if you look at life from that spectrum of looking at what another person has, you might suffer so much in life because you will always ask, why not me? And it comes down to the conversation even of um, religion and commitment and certain things. The truth of the matter is conviction is a self journey. It is what you do for you. So as you believe and you're seeing this other believer 
who has prayed all their life, worked very hard and they're at the top of the world and you think that that's the key to success, you're in for a shock because you're ignoring the other believer who has prayed and is on their knees at the altar every day and still makes it to work at 5am every morning and is working hard yet is still struggling to put food on the table. But they're a good person. They give the little they have. They are compassionate. They are gentle and they are kind. So there is no formula to this life thing. I guarantee you that. And the moment you start realizing that, you will stop doing things because the other person was good at it. Religion is a self-conviction. It is something that you do for yourself. It is something that... You cannot tell another person if you don't believe, if you don't pray, if you don't do things this way, nothing's going to work out for you. There's so many believers that die in poverty and there's so many believers that soar above the world and get so much in their lives. So you have to get to a point where you make the decisions that you make coming from a place of self-conviction. This is for me. And irregardless of the path that life will choose for me or the path that I will go in, I have made these choices and I stand by them. I choose to be a prayer warrior. I choose to be kind. I choose to be gentle. I choose all of these things, not because this is the key to to abundance, but because this is the key to my peace. And I believe if I incorporate this into my hard work, it will pay off. And you are not guaranteed that it's going to pay off. But you must be content with your decisions. But you get frustrated if you believe that religion and conviction and faith are the key to a breakthrough. And then you never get that breakthrough. And then you're going to start blaming God or whatever, whoever you believe in to say, but I believed. I did everything by the book. I prayed. I fasted. I woke up early for work. I did everything that was required of me. And why is this person who has never uttered the word God in their life, just soaring through life peacefully and getting every everything that they want literally delivered to them on a silver platter. Because if you make certain choices just because you believe they'll get you to a certain place or because the next person has managed to use them to get to a certain place, you will be very disappointed. You need to get to a place where the choices you make are based on self-conviction. And whatever your path brings, you can stand by your choices because you did it for you. Because you did it for you. You could read books written by successful people where they tell you to do this and do that, wake up at this time, go to the gym, eat right, focus, go to seminars, da-da-da-da, and you will do everything they said you should do. And you don't get successful. You barely get halfway to where they are. And now you're thinking they're a fraud. These people lie. They're just writing these books and selling us these books and we're reading them. You know, I'm reading a book a month, but I'm not going anywhere. Because you're reading, believing that you're going to be like that person. Read because you want to sharpen your mind. Read because you want to learn as much as you can. Read because you're willing to try 
as many things as you can to find your formula. This life thing has no formula, but you can create your formula and it might not even work and you have to create another formula, constantly reinventing your direction and your alignment as you're trying to focus, trying to get to that place where you feel stable. So if you do something because the next person said it's the next best thing to do or because this book said so, this pastor said so, my dad said so, you are constantly going to be living by other people's formulas. And the trap in that is that someone else's formula only works because the path they're on has the tools they need. Incorporated with those formulas, it works out for them. But the path you're on might not need you to work hard and sweat. It might need you to work smart, contemplate, meditate and focus, to constantly know your next move, to plan and execute, slowly but surely taking small simple steps. But if you want to take this huge sacrifices, huge leaps of faith, because that's what you're hearing at motivational seminars, ETC, ETC, it's not going to work for you. That is the trouble with having idols and looking up to people that are living a certain way. Half the time, half the time, the people we look up to are in no way similar to us. Even the way they started their lives is in no way similar to us. You're looking up to this person who probably grew up in privilege or you're looking up to this person who suffered so much to get to where they want to get to. But where you are in your life right now does not match. And the funny part is you could even look up to a person who has a story similar to yours. A person who suffered and struggled. A person who prayed their way to success. And you're saying, yes, this sounds like me. This sounds like my current situation. So if I do as they did, I'm going to get there. If you do life that way, you are in for such a huge shock because your path is so different, so much so that you need to refocus, realign, and get to a place where you find your own formula. Even with love, someone can find their true love at 16, marry that person at 22, and live happily ever after. Literally, fairy tale book type of thing. Whilst you are gentle, loving, kind, peaceful, you are intentional, you know love languages, you approach everything from a constructive place, you're forgiving, you're everything, but you keep getting the wrong partners, you keep falling into the wrong situations. And you're wondering, how come they get it? How come they get to get happiness? And I'm here doing everything right. And I don't get to get my break. When am I getting my break? So I think what I'm trying to, the point I'm trying to drive home in this episode, which I really want to be small and sweet and just deliver the message precisely, is that there is no formula, even for love. There are people who find love at 50. There are people who struggle all their lives and get successful at 60. And here you are at 25. Maybe you're going to be successful at 60. But you're looking at the person successful at 25. But we never know what life is going to give us. What we can do is do our best with what we have. That is my biggest 
mantra, my biggest motto in life. I do what I can with what I have until I get to the next place. Then I realign and refocus my life to match that space. And I think for me, this has worked so much. But this might not even work for you because maybe you were born into wealth and you never have to worry about hard work a day in your life. But don't do anything because somebody else told you or because you're expectant of the same results that someone else has received. Because you're going to be very disappointed, highly disappointed. You're going to live life full of frustration. Because why is it not working out for you? Someone will have children and not even love them and not even care for them, not one bit in this life, while someone is praying every day saying, if only I can get just but one child. But they will never get a child their whole life. And that's just the unfairness of life. That's just how life is constructed. But if you focus on what you don't have, better yet, if you focus on what you can't have, you will forever be a victim. If you focus on the negative aspects of life, if you focus on what did not happen, what could not happen, what happened to you, why, 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 that is the quickest way to get to victim destination. But if you focus on, okay, this is me right here. This is my story. This is the little I have, or this is the the much that I have, the much that I've been gifted with. How do I feel that I can move forward the best way to help myself and those that are mine for tomorrow? And that formula you create today might not even work. And you have to revisit and redo it again until you find something that works for you. And I think that is the beauty of life. I think that is the the best approach to take life in to say, okay, I'm going to do my best. But I'm going to strategize and I'm going to do it this way. And if it doesn't work, I'm always ready to go back to the drawing board. Some people don't even have to have a drawing board. They just wing it and oh, oh la la, it's worked out. They just try it out. They're people with loving partners who don't even deserve the love, they, the love they're being given because they did not work a day in their life to deserve it. They are not gentle, they are abusive, they are unkind, they are everything bad under the sun, but they have been gifted such a beautiful partner and such a beautiful marriage. They are people with riches who do not even appreciate a single thing in their life, have not given to the needy a day in their life, and yet they continue to go. So whatever convictions you have, whatever choices you make, whatever you choose to believe in, to believe in, let it be for you. Because if you make these choices for you, you can stand by them and it is so easy to change, to adjust, to realign, to redirect because you know in your heart of hearts that what you're doing is for you. But if you're constantly trying to live for other people, if you're chasing the career path that is expected of you, when it doesn't work out, you're going to hate yourself. You're going to hate the people that made you do these things because you were expecting that life is going to come and be peaceful. So I believe that we really have no formula to life. There really is no formula to life and we have to focus, we have to align, we have to direct in the way that works best for us in that time. Some are just born with it, some are just not.
Some are born leaders, some are made leaders, some are born rich, some get rich, some are born rich and die poor, some are born poor and die poor. But if you do your best with what you have, until you get what you need, it is so much better because even if you make certain decisions and they don't yield the results that you wanted to, you are at peace knowing that I did this for me and I did this to give, to give myself a shot at life and it worked out for me. Or it didn't work out for me, but it was my choice and I stand by it and I'm convicted by it. And I even forgive myself for making certain choices at certain points in life because that's what I thought was best. But I know better now and I'm going to do better. But trust and believe. Things like karma, things like I will get what I deserve or they will get what they deserve. There are people that will break your heart and move on and find a happy partner and be happily married for the rest of their lives. There are people that will exploit and be rich for the rest of their lives Ex moving in life expecting that people will get what they deserve because they did bad or they did they did wrong is such a limited way of thinking and moving in life thinking if you're good and you're right you're going to get certain things because you deserve them is such a limited way of thinking find the formula that works for you focus on you and do what is best for you you are the main character in your story, but you are not the main character in anyone else's story. So you cannot solve a problem from the same um, place of consciousness that created it. Focus, focus, focus on you and focus on the path that you're on and focus on the direction that you are going in. I don't have much to say in this episode. This is just something that was weighing on my heart that I really wanted to share because I've been in that place also. And I've been in that place where I read books because the people I looked up to read books. But now I read books because I want to shop in my mind. I want to do what's best for me. I've been at a point where I did this because it worked for these people. I believed in this way because I've seen these people. It paid off for them. ETC, ETC. But now I'm in a place where I make decisions for me and I'm answerable to no one. And if I get the consequences, they come to me. If I get the positive aspect, it comes to me. And I hold myself accountable. Because I was born alone and I will die alone. You will try to be like your parents and you will fail. You will try to be like this person and you will fail. You will try to, to be what is expected of you and you might fail at that. But if you try to do what is best for you, what feels peaceful in your heart, you are guaranteed to be in a place where... You will be at peace. You will find peace within yourself. What I can say, especially coming from a reflective point, because not too long ago I was diagnosed with hypertension. And I'm thinking, man, I'm so young. I was in denial so much at some point. And, you know, until it kept being a problem health-wise, and I then had to be put on medication for life, and it kind of makes you sit down and contemplate because you wonder how much time do I actually have? You know, because tomorrow's not promised. And just getting to that space where I realize I have to make certain decisions for me. I may have all the time in the world. I might not. And if I continue to try to live up to other people's expectations of me, if I don't have that much time, I'm going to live an unfulfilled life, even if I have that much time, 
I'm going to live an unfulfilled life because everything I did was because someone else said, because someone else did it, because I'm trying to live up to certain expectations. There comes a time when you must sit down and just think, okay, what is best for me? And the answer to that might not be what everyone else wants to hear. But that answer is not for anyone else to tolerate. It is for you to find peace in your own heart. And personally, like I said at the beginning of the podcast, I moved back to the motherland. I'm in Zimbabwe. And this is not an easy place to be. I swear to you, it is not an easy place to be. Uh, It is literally survival of the fittest. And the adjustment for me was really peak because I was in a place where I was doing okay for myself. I was setting some goals, achieving. I would wake up at 5 a.m., exercise, do yoga. My diet was amazing. You know, that's when I was away. When I was away in Europe. And you come back and you're faced with harsh conditions, harsh realities. But I've been blessed to be born into a family that does not have to to beg for anything or does not have to scrape away. And that is a blessing that is upon my life. And I, I embrace that and I'm grateful for that and I start from there. But the reality of it is, you know, corporate life is not easy. And it's something that I'm still adjusting into. But in the process also, I'm trying to realign with who I am and what I believe. And the journey is not easy because everyone around you is trying to push you in a certain direction. And you're saying, I don't know yet what direction I want to go in. So I don't want to be a puppet at at the mercy of your expectations. So can you let me be? Can you let me find my peace, find my path? As I'm growing, as I'm maturing, and as I'm finding the ways in which life works for me. So it's not easy at all to to find your path, to do your best with what you have. For some people, it is easy. Trust me, it is easy. It's literally just like that. But you find that in this world that we're living, even the people that have it all, you hear that they've committed suicide or that they have done this or that they have done that. And you're realizing that you don't know, you really don't know what people are going through inside. You don't know if people are happy or not. And it really has brought me to a space where I want to prioritize my peace above all else. I come first. My joy comes first. My health, my health set comes first. You know, my mindset, my soul set. Those three are the priorities. And if I want to do what's best for me and my son, I have to be in a place of peace. And constantly trying to search for those roots with the noise that is around you, with the expectations, with the pressure, with the failure sometimes that you, you may encounter. It, it gets so hard. But I am of the belief that everything I need is is right here. And I may not see it because I'm choosing to try to live this other life. Or I'm choosing to try to live up to other expectations. But with the path that I've been placed on, I am of the belief that if I focus as hard as I can and I do my best with what I have, I will find peace with what I get. I will realize that I have enough and when when I realize I have enough, I can get more. 
I'm of the belief that money is a very good thing and it should not be demonized. A person can be poor and greedy. (laughs) It is not only the rich that are greedy, but money gives you choice. It gives you the ability to care for the ones you love. It gives you the ability to give to those in need. So I'm in that place where I have so much I want to chase. But I also want to live in the moment because I might not make it to 60. But what if I don't even make it to 27? Do you know what I mean? Tomorrow is really not guaranteed. And in as much as long-term goals are important, short-term happiness is also important. Joy and peace is also important. Alignment is important. Being in a space where you cultivate your own happiness is vital and key. Especially in some of the countries that some of us are born into or we live in. Even if you live in diaspora or wherever else you are, you will always sometimes face these hiccups. You might find it easy, but you might not. And in the process of all of that, I really hope that we understand that um, comparison is the thief of joy. But there's a, there's, there's a little amber burning in, at the core of my soul. I feel myself coming alive again. And I'm really hoping that life is gentle to me. But I want to be gentle to life. Regardless. And I really want to go for everything that I want to go for. Keeping in mind that my immediate wants and needs might not be what is designed for me. And I may have to restructure, refocus and realign it at... at um every interval so with that said please do understand that I am a human being not a human doing so as I am being allow me to express my feelings I may say things you may not agree with I may say things um, that you do not understand and I may say things that you are completely not in alignment with and that is okay it really is okay Because I'm just here to express my thoughts and my feelings. Some are facts, some are not. And I hope that you also get into a space where you can express your thoughts and your feelings. But remember, be kind, but take no shit. See you next time on Sunday Vibes with Queen M.